Let's contrast and compare as we talk about a country where it is becoming illegal to practice the Christian faith, to abide in God, and it is becoming legal to mentally and medically, meaning physically, kidnap children. That country is the United States. Let's contrast and compare. This is a trainer talking to teachers. And the teachers are actually listening to and thinking this makes sense. Listening to these people and thinking what they're saying makes sense. This woman is talking about what to do with suicidal kids if you're a teacher. You can also talk to parents, though, without out about like that your kid is having suicidal thoughts without outing them, without saying why. Without outing them. So if a kid is suicidal and has been conned into believing they were born in the wrong body, do not tell the parents about the wrong body part. That's breathtaking. It's utterly breathtaking. And it's not one incident. This is a pattern. That is a mental kidnapping, which can lead to physical kidnappings. Now, I said we're kind of contrasting a pair. This is a legitimately... A difficult to pin down member of Congress. I can't tell if this man has a living brain cell. And I, I do not say that to be cruel. I, I can't tell if he is mentally alive. Hank Johnson, famous Hank Johnson, comparing parents who object to that to this. Uh, it was uh, a day that we'll never forget. And people on the local level uh, at affected school board meetings. They won't forget the MAGA uh, Republicans descending on their school board meetings uh, after January 6th, like January 6th, disrupting meetings. It was a co coordinated uh, attack happening across the country. Americans won't forget about it. If you don't want your kids trans, if you don't want your girls raped by boys pretending to be girls, if you don't want your kids taught to hate their neighbor, if you don't want it to be against school rules for your kids to abide in God, you are a terrorist who tried to kill Hank Johnson. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now. From the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Bulwark Capital Management was there at the beginning of this podcast when we left radio and took the show to podcast. They helped us in ways fundamental. And they have now taken on the task of stewarding money for, I don't know, it's, it's a huge number of podcast family members. They're at knowyourriskradio.com. Yeah, that's Hank Johnson. I'll give you the full statement here in a second, but I'm actually going to change the order of some things in the way I was going to do this. There is a um, Eclair school district. This is their support plan, Eclair. I'm imagining this is, yeah, it's Eclair, Wisconsin. Um, this is a screen grab from TV News. Remember, parents are not entitled to know about their kids' identities. That knowledge must be earned. It's critical to remember that we must not act as stands-ins for oppressive ideas, behaviors, attitudes, even and especially if that is coming from parents. That's a government school system stating outright, we are owed more knowledge about these children than the people to whom God gave the responsibility of stewarding them. We are owed more than the flesh of their flesh. That is breathtaking. It is criminal. It is evil. It is satanic. And most of the people who are doing this stuff have no idea that it's satanic. But how can they not know it's evil? Because they are conned. They live in utter darkness. They don't understand 
a, a glimpse of God's design for the world. They have lost the capability to have any form of skeptical thought. They are the people whose primary concern in the world is that they are on the side that looks good. They believe that this is, this is how you care for people. And for those of us who are aware of the great evil of this, many of us are conservatives. Many of us are Christians. And a bunch of us are developing actual biblical worldviews. Which calls into question why we're conservative. No, it calls it into question. Because we're aligned with people who don't care about any of this. I'm conservative because I believe that the smaller the government, the bigger the person. And the bigger the person, the more opportunity we have to live in the way that God designed for us to live. That's, that's why I'm conservative. But somehow or another, I've gotten hooked up with Brad Little. Brad Little is the weak, weak governor of the state of Idaho. I'm going to tell you something for my, my fellow Idahoans. This state will fall. This state is going to fall. If we do not confront right now the theft of minds of children, this state is going to fall like the separate country of Washington fell. Like the separate country of Oregon and California. Like Utah is preparing to fall. When they're poisoning minds at the source of their development, where like how, how, how much time the kids spend with their families and in church, I mean, with families when you're awake and doing things compared to time in the government schools. This is, this, this is a mismatch. Brad Little is bragging about giving money to the government schools. Just like so many other shiny shoe Republicans and Brad Little Republicans for a living. He's bragging about giving money to the government schools, but, but, but how is this virtuous? Brad Little is bragging about the biggest package of funding being given to schools. Um, this is his tweet. The single largest investment in Idaho education and $650 million in tax relief during historic inflation. That's the Idaho way. The single largest investment in education. Well, here's what Brad Little's investing in. This is from the state of Idaho. This is how the state of Idaho treats children. This is, I've seen these cartoons before. These are the same cartoons they ran in the separate country of Washington state. You see the results in Washington state? Do you see the record levels of teen suicide? Do you see the record levels of kids getting their bodies carved up at the chop shop that is children's hospital? Do you see the record number of kids aligning with, I hate my neighbor, I hate my parents because they're white, I hate myself because they're white. Do you see kids being taught that you have to join the side of virtue signaling, of leftism, or you're oppressive, you're going to be called out, you're going to be bullied at school, you're going to be hated, you're not going to be cool. Brad Little is, I'm not to call him a fool, the Bible tells us not to do that. Brad Little is helping this along because Brad Little is impotent. He's an impotent man. He is the governor of Boise. So Brad Little goes out and there's this little news package bragging about this. Governor Brad Little went on tour across our state yesterday. Little celebrated the bill passed during last week's special session by making some public appearances. His first stop was at Pierce Park Elementary here in Boise. Governor Little called the special session so lawmakers could vote on legislation to decide what to do with Idaho's projected $2 billion budget surplus. This bill injects $410 million in sales tax revenue directly to public education. That represents Idaho's single largest investment in education, and it breaks down to $330 million for K-12 schools and $80 million for higher education. $330 million for K-12. Here's what's going on in K-12 schools um, in Idaho. If this continues, Idaho will fall. It's not a question of if Idaho will fall. It's a question of when. 
It will be within a generation. Idaho will cease to be a conservative state within a generation. If this stuff continues in the schools because it's mind breaking. Critical thinking skills are the largest component of porn literacy. It's the ability for young people to analyze and ask questions about the media that they're viewing. Porn is meant to sexually excite a viewer and create fantasy, right? So let's go ahead and start with elementary age youth. And I know some people. Oh, wow. That's a That's cartoon. so big. <laughs> I never knew it could be so huge. Hey, Jane, what are you looking at? watching porn and being curious, students are a lot more engaged in the conversation, but they're also building trust with me. It's okay if they have watched porn, and it's okay if they have thought about porn. I always make sure to say someone being curious about sex and or porn does not make them a bad person. It makes them human. It's so important we normalize that this is a natural human experience. It's so important that elementary school kids know that it's a, a just common human experience to watch people commit adultery and to be sexually aroused by that. That's absolutely vital. It's vital that a cartoon have a young girl saying that about male genitalia. Absolutely vital. Those are your tax dollars. Brad Little just gave those organizations, $330 million more dollars to continue to ruin the minds of children. Brad Little is a pimp. Until Brad Little stops this, he's pimping this. That's why he's the governor of Boise. Brad Little can stop this. The Idaho Department of Health and the Idaho Department of Education report up into the governor's office. Brad Little could stop it with an executive order. Brad Little could have said, there will be no new funding. We'll start cutting funds to the schools until they stop teaching kids porn. The links lead kids to porn. The links lead kids to sites that explain why it's so very, very important that they watch porn. And porn is a watered down word. What they're watching is adults who are paid to pretend to be enjoying sex. I mean, I'm sure some of them do. And porn leads in one direction, and that is to more. It doesn't lead to less. It doesn't lead to less extreme it leads to the most vile and violent forms of human contact on film. This is what they want. And Brad Little is funding it. It's just breathtaking. Brad Little's not a conservative. Brad Little, he may well consider himself a Christian, but he is not practicing and not abiding in Christ. He's not. You don't teach kids a non-biblical form of sexuality and call yourself a Christian. And the Bible's pretty clear about this. Galatians 6, brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. But watch yourselves or you'll also be tempted. Carry each other's burden and in this way, you'll fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks there are something when they're not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. For each one should carry their own load. Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the world should share all good things with their instructor. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest and we do not give up. Therefore, we have the opportunity, when we have the opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Furthermore, what possible alignment does good have with evil? What possible reason exists for Brad Little to ignore that this is going on in the schools? And he's not alone. Mitch McConnell 
I'm sure that he and Brad Little are very, very, very close ideologically. That is, their ideology is they Republican. They sell tax cuts. They sell regulation. They sell grift. Mitch McConnell just gave billions and billions of dollars to these same organizations that are doing the same thing at a national level. The CDC is funding stuff like this. The World Health Organization is funding stuff like this. As Christians, it is our responsibility to call this out. As conservatives, it's our responsibility to point out that this has no place in a Republican Party. Which is why it's the shiny shoes that do this stuff. When we go to look at how the left, the leftist portion of the party is treating this, it's once again the silence from the, uh, the stupid portion of the party, that is the party on the so-called right, versus the malignant lies and active, active evil on the left. And it comes from people like Hank Johnson, and that cannot be a coincidence. This is a man... Famous. In fact, the Maha made him famous for one of the most legitimately funny moments in the history of politics. And we'll get to that. This is Hank Johnson comparing parents who do not want their kids taught sexual immorality, who do not want their kids taught that it's normal to have venereal diseases, who do not want their kids taught that one race of people is uniquely evil, um, evil at the DNA level and that all cops are murderers, all cops are racist, that, that if you, you object to any of this. If you're a parent whose daughter was raped in a bathroom by a boy who decided on that day to pretend to be a girl and you object to that, you're the ones tossed out of the meeting. Hank Johnson is comparing parents who show up to exercise the First Amendment. The First Amendment guarantees us because God invented us and made us and gave us mouths and brains and a conscience. And our conscience is our bridge to God. I firmly believe that because God gave us all these things. The First Amendment literally guarantees our right to redress grievances at the government. It's why the First Amendment exists in the first place so that we can speak our minds about government. Hank Johnson compares this to people who vandalize the Capitol. And you'll hear as he goes through the sound clip, he's playing the same game that Nancy Pelosi plays and that the figurehead plays still trying to con people into believing that Trump supporters murdered people on that day when the only deaths that occurred were at the hands of the D.C. police. This is Hank Johnson. Um, January 6, 2021 will never be forgotten. An infamous day in American history. MAGA Republicans descended upon the Capitol, engaged in an insurrection, uh, they occupied the Capitol. Five people were killed, hundreds injured, including hundreds of Capitol Hill police officers attacked and bludgeoned. Um, uh, it was uh, a day that we'll never forget. And people on the local level uh, at affected school board meetings, they won't forget the MAGA uh, Republicans descending on their school board meetings. Uh, after January 6, like January 6, disrupting meetings. It was a co coordinated uh, attack happening across the country. Americans won't forget about it. Uh, school board uh, members, teachers, administrators subjected to violence, threats of violence, harassment, intimidation. Uh, and in response to that, the National School Boards Association sent a letter to the Biden administration seeking federal help. Things had gotten so far out of hand. And by the way, there's not one scintilla of evidence, either direct or indirect, that there was any coordination between the Biden administration and the National School Boards Association uh, that caused that letter to be sent seeking federal <laughs> assistance. And so uh, in response to that request, there's not one scintilla of evidence. <laughs> that man, whoever writes this stuff and puts it in front of him to read, 
I mean, they're comedic geniuses. They are. And, and they have a history of being comedically ingenious. This bill, which shows that this Tea Party Congress will make the tough choice to keep children's birthday parties on schedule and give industries what? that rely on helium the lift that they deserve. Wow. Imagine, Mr. Speaker, a world without balloons. What are you talking about? He's speaking of How Congress. can we make sure that... He, that, that he, he took time to say that people put that in his mouth. And of course, of course, this is the one you're waiting for. Have you heard the whole thing? I can't even play the whole thing. It, it takes too much time. But this is Hank Johnson, who is paid to be in Congress and gets to call himself a congressman. Of course, you remember this. Most people have not heard the lead up to this. This is two minutes of Hank Johnson trying to find the word width. He can't find the word width or widest. And he's talking about the island of Guam. And he is, he, for two minutes, stresses, uh, it, it's, 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 it's a long island. Uh, it's seven, seven miles. Uh, Admiral, is, is it seven miles? Uh, and uh, at the, uh, it's very, uh, at this small, very, at the point, at the, at the, 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 the middle where it's the, the, the closest of two points, trying to find width. He's trying to find the word narrow. And he's asked the Admiral, do you, do you know the dimensions of uh, the island? And no, I could look into that. I have a general idea. Uh, well, I think it's very small island. No, in fact, the Admiral says, I think we can agree it's a small island. It's two minutes. Because this is so, and this is when no one has written things down for Hank Johnson. And then finally, and God rest the Maha, he made this a famous clip. He finally gets to his brilliant point. Yeah, my, my fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and, uh, and capsize. And the admiral is so good. He, I do not know how that man could keep from laughing uh, in the face of Hank Johnson when he said those things. He did, and he said, Admiral, we're not, I mean, uh, Congressman, we're not concerned about the island capsizing because it can't! It's not floating! He is the very, very best example of useful idiocy that exists. A man who thinks islands float thinks parents going to school board meetings are the same thing as people he thinks tried to kill him, which, of course, they didn't try to do. Oh, man, it was uh, right after we started the podcast that uh, we had. I don't want to say it was a disagreement because I don't I have absolutely nothing disparaging to say about my former radio station. In fact, I just sent a tweet out uh, last week thanking them again uh, for the incredible platform they gave me. Uh, but we weren't able to connect with most of you. Just truth be told. Uh, we weren't able to we weren't able to bring the podcast audience from the radio station over to where we have it now. That's, that wasn't happening. And my friend, Zach Abraham stepped in and Zach, Zach solved that for us in a perfectly legal above the board way. Cause he wanted us reunited. He did that with his own money. Now we've paid that back. We pay our debts. Very happy to have done that. But I want you to know that we couldn't have done anything near to what we've done without Zach. Now, that's me. But it speaks to who Zach is. Because he didn't think it was good that you and I were apart. And so that's what he did. And Zach is also the guy who takes so very seriously the role he has of stewarding people's monies. And let me give you some examples of some things. Because we talk so often about sort of the, the, you know, the risk. And that is his, his focus, risk management and the risky world of finance. Look, there's also an incredible upside people have experienced when they talk to Zach Abraham. I think there always is because you put your money in a great place that, that focuses on risk management, that's honest, that, you know, doesn't lie about the 0% interest rate stuff. And then is a mobbed up, a mobbed up financial system. But there's this, have you taken the opportunity 
to look at your early retirement plan? Legitimately, this could be the biggest, best surprise of your life. Um, about a year ago, some people from a big company called Boeing were done being told to get their bodies injected with stuff. And so they wanted to retire early. They got in touch with Zach, but they were convinced they couldn't do it. They, so they were really just getting in touch to say, hey, like, could this ever happen? Zach found out that over three quarters of them could retire right then. And he showed them how. Look, here's what you have now. Here's how working with us, you can retire today in good quality. This could be you, right? If you have that itch and you believe it's time to go focus on building the kingdom, because please don't just, you know, go, go worship the, the magic white ball, right? Please help us build the kingdom. You can say the same thing for me about worshiping the barbell. So get in touch with Zach Abraham at Bulwark Capital Management at 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com. And know that this guy's my brother and he's he looks out for his friends. He's a loyal man. 866-7779-RISK. 866-779-RISK. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor representative of Trek Financial LLC and SEC registered investment advisor. It is legal. It is legal to mentally kidnap children in this country. And that mental kidnapping around the issue of gender, which is a lie, what they mean is sex. That issue leads to and has led to and will continue to lead to actual kidnapping of parents having their kids taken away from them. We talked a few weeks ago about a woman who refused to say that who refused to pretend that her daughter is a boy and refused to get behind having her, her, her daughter chemically and surgically mutilated. So the party stole her daughter. She doesn't get to be with her daughter anymore because she wouldn't agree to have her kid mutilated. Now, she may or may not be a Christian. But you cannot be Christian and believe that God didn't make man and woman. You can't. There's this, well, no, that's not true. You can call yourself a Christian, but you can't be operating within the Bible. You're not operating within God's word. So if you persist in insisting that, no, my son is a boy, then you're violating some of the state's rules, some of the party's rules. And when they collide, the state comes, so we'll go ahead and take your kids from you. And people like Brad Little backing this. Senator Marsha Blackburn has introduced legislation to end the federal charter for the largest teachers union in the United States. And this is a step forward. This is the way. It's not the Brad Little, Mitch McConnell way. This is the way. These people are enemies of parents which makes and, and family, which makes them enemies of God. God designed the family. Any entity that attempts on a full board, across the board basis to break families up, to sever those bonds is an enemy of God. It's an enemy of God's plan. This should be hyper clear for people. The Daily Caller had an exclusive story, Republican Tennessee, uh, pardon me, Republican Tennessee, Senator Marsh, that's a really awkward way to begin a sentence. Republican Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn introduced legislation Thursday that would end the federal charter for the National Education Association, the country's largest teachers union. The legislation first obtained by the Daily Caller, by the way, meaning she sent that to them, states that the NEA can no longer be considered worthy of its federal charter because it has drifted substantially from its core mission, has become a massive political operation dedicated to imposing a radical progressive agenda on schools in the United States. That's true, but let's get to the heart of this, Senator. They're dedicated to disintegrating the family. They're dedicated to mentally kidnapping children. That's what they're doing. And if that's unclear, listen to this. Let's start with the um, let's start with the soft one. I'll start with a soft example. This is a teacher, and God bless Christopher Rufo for the work on this. This is all linked in the show sheet. You can show your friends. These are real videos. These are real trainers talking to real teachers. A teacher has a question about a little girl who who says. I'll, I'll let you hear, hear this, but as you listen to this, 
keep in mind that the trainer is saying this kid knows exactly what they're doing. This kid is wise. This kid is right. Um, so I had a little girl who was born a girl um, in with me the other day, and then she shared some information and she wanted to um, go by a different name. And then when she shared her pronouns, I was just confused because she said um, she, he, they, and them. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, I didn't know. I just was confused and I, I wanted to understand it a little bit better. Um, Cause I was thinking, well, wouldn't it be like just they and them or, um, and then I, I just went with that. I was like, okay, honey. But I just kind of, I was just confused. Maybe you could just share a little bit about that or. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great go question. Go yeah, go with what the kid says. Go with what the kid says. Just go with they, it. Okay. They're the best, they're the best experts on their lives. They're the best experts on their so, own identities and their own okay. bodies. Yeah, and just and just go with it. Um, you may have to sit with some discomfort sometimes, and that's that's okay. The little girl doesn't understand pronouns. She just knows she's supposed to have some. They, them, he, she. What are your pronouns, honey? They, them, she, thee, or she, he. Wouldn't it be one or the other? I, I don't know. Okay, you're right. This is the role of adults. I'm a tiger. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. My, my mommy's mean because she makes me clean my room. Your mommy's the devil. Yeah. Your mommy hates you. My mommy hates me. Mm-hmm. Well, do you feel like your mommy hates you? Yes, well, then she does. You're right. I don't want, I don't want to go to sleep at night. Then you shouldn't. I like to, I like to color on my walls. Then you should. That's who you are. That's who you are. The gender stuff is a mask. It's a destructive math mask. It permanently changes children. It's a mask for stealing kids' minds. This is legal. And it gets far, far more disturbing than this. And if you disagree, well, then Hank Johnson knows what you are. The Legal Insurrection Foundation, our friend Dr. William Jacobson, has filed a brief opposing the figurehead's plan to gut campus due process and free speech and impose gender ideology. What they intend to do from the top of the beast. Oh, sorry. Did I say beast? I meant the federal government. From the top down is they intend to insert rules around all schools because all government schools have been conned into taking so-called federal money. There's no such thing as federal money. This is being conned with your own money plus debt borrowed from China plus digits conjured by the corrupt Federal Reserve. This is the biggest shell game in the world. And the rule will be this. You will pretend there's no such thing as boys and girls. And the depths of this Guys, I can't be more in I, I cannot be more clear for you. If you are tired of the gender topic, that's what they want you to be. The gender topic is a mask in other ways. The end goal on this is transhumanism. The end goal on this is to divorce kids from their bodies, to prep an entire couple of generations of kids to not care for their bodies, to view it as a needless adjunct. The, the stinking figurehead signed in, in, in an executive order we'll talk about tomorrow that says this it's important for this country to be able to write computer code in our bodies. He wrote that into or was caused to write that into an executive order. Why is the White House deciding that it's important for us to become transhuman? Because they've been told to do that. So what the, 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 the Biden regime intends to do is to punish schools that do not enforce gender ideology, which is what? It stands against God. Your kids will be going to institutions that are designed to teach them to stand opposed to the word of God, 
to stand opposed to the fact that they were made in God's image, it doesn't get any more clear. Your kids are being not just mentally kidnapped, they're being spiritually kidnapped and courtesy of people like Brad Little, you're being forced to pay for it. I cannot vote for Brad Little, I'm sorry. I don't care if a Democrat becomes governor of of Idaho. They're just as satanic as Brad Little. If Brad Little wants my support, he's going to stop giving money out to the schools. And same for the Republican Party of Idaho. I'm not a Republican. I'm an independent. And far ahead of that, I'm a Christian. You want my support? Stop this nonsense. Yeah, and we'll get to this because it gets so much, so much more bizarre. It really does. See, the party is working hard to get people to be divorced from their bodies because the party has a grand image for our bodies, all of our bodies. Obviously, they want to inject us all. And I'll say again, this is one of the reasons why I try so very hard to treat my body as the temple that God says it is. And some days are easier than others, really are. One of the keys to this is nutrition. And here's the, the, the fact for me about this. The better shape I'm in, the less contact I have to have with the party. The less unwanted fat I have on my body, the fewer times I need to see doctors. The less unwanted fat I have on my body, the fewer pharmaceuticals I will ever need. And I think I told you that when I lost 150 pounds of unwanted fat, there went my thyroid pills, gone. That's a whole, that, that was every day of my life. I was told that would be every day for the rest of my life. And for about seven years, it was every day of my life, every morning. And if I missed a pill, I had to take it at night. Not anymore. There's a saying, if, if food is not your medicine, medicine will become your food. Well, Soda Weight Loss at SodaWeightLoss.com can help you achieve that sort of independence. And I know, I know there's brothers and sisters who are listening to this and I love you. And you're saying, hey, look, I'm 200 pounds overweight. It's not going to happen. It is. If you'll start now at Soda Weight Loss and you go to sodaweightloss.com, you'll talk with a nutritionist. They work with people who are 200 pounds overweight all the time. I was 150 pounds overweight. It's just a longer process. And by the way, what they'll do is they'll tell you how much fat you will drop from your body every single week if you pay attention to the program. And if those numbers are not coming true, they'll make adjustments because they measure themselves. Soda stands for state of the art because it is. They measure their own success because it's their guidepost. They look at the predictions they make and if they hold true, then their scientific rigor is solid. And you'd never need to go into a location. And it's never about swimsuits. It's about making sure that you never put that fat back on your body. They're at sodaweightloss.com, S-O-T-A, weightloss.com. So this is how bad it gets. And if you think I'm kidding about kidnapping and mental and spiritual kidnapping, how about permanent kidnapping? This is that same session uh, with these trainers talking to kids, or probably talking to teachers. And they're saying, here's how to deal with the gender issue. Here's how to get around parents. Here's how to hide your interactions with the kids. Here's what phrases like left of, oh, let's see, what is it? Left of feminist, left of feminist, gender fluid, gender queer, butch, stud, questioning and the woman one of the trainers is named Amory Robinson she says she's a black masculine identified cisgender lesbian black masculine identified cisgender lesbian and uses the African name Kofi Adoma and she's one of these people who says that gender is an infinite spectrum of course it is because it's a made up idea it's utterly utterly contrived idea what they mean is biological sex doesn't exist because bodies don't exist. This is an interaction where they're talking about a student who is suicidal. This is the Michigan Department of Education. This is a government body run by the dictator of Michigan who the federal government involved in a kidnapping hoax. The, the corruption is so breathtaking. 
Now, if your parent listened to this and imagine your outrage, imagine that you learned your kid, God forbid, took their own life. And the school refused to tell you something fundamentally important with your kid because you could be saying, you know, it's weird. It's, I can't understand it. Our, our daughter had friends. Uh, she had good grades. But just all of a sudden, she was so angry all the time. And, and she'd say things like, take down those pictures of me. And, and I don't like my name. Don't use my name. And, um, and going into her room and taking her, um, her, she used to love these stuffed animals and, and destroying them. And we could never understand it. And she would say to us, you can't understand. And then you found out that the school knew. How is liability affected if a student dies by suicide and parents did not know the student's chosen name or pronouns were being used at school? You know, if you have a kid who's like, you know, if you're sort of into that area of like, you're going to hurt yourself or somebody else and you have a duty to report. I mean, the law is really clear about that. You can also talk to parents though, without out about like that your kid is having suicidal thoughts without outing them, without saying why. Um, you can say we have some concerns. Your 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 child has shared this. Um, I would a thousand percent recommend uh, working with the student to let them guide that process. I'm sorry, I'm sitting here breathing. Can you imagine your rage? A government employee decided to not avail you of the information that your little girl had been convinced by a sick world that she's actually a boy. You don't think that can screw someone up? I have news. It screws everybody up. It screws everybody who gets conned this way, it screws them up. Because you think of this, my parents have been lying to me my whole life. They should have known I was a boy. Why did they pretend I was a girl? Why did they make that decision for me? They must hate me. Can't they tell I'm a boy? Why should I have to tell them? I know my parents. They won't let me have the hormones and surgery. And my friends and and the school said, this is the only thing that can save my life. This is the only thing. This is the only way I'll ever be happy. And this is inside your little girl the moment she decides to, to, to take an extension cord and wrap it around her neck and jump out the window. That's mental kidnapping. And it's being funded by Brad Little with your tax money. And Mitch McConnell with your tax money. And it's ungodly. And it leads to things. This is a news report from Iowa. This young woman was sex trafficked. She was turned out into prostitution. She took action to protect herself. And for that, she's going to be on five years of closely supervised probation and is going to have to pay $150,000 restitution to the family of the man who pimped her out and let men carry out their sexual desires using her body. Again, this stuff has consequences. How am I tying these together? Secrets, making it easier for sex traffickers, normalizing grooming, promotion of pornography as normal, which Brad Little is paying to do, the so-called governor of Idaho, who's the governor of Boise, Mitchell McConnell funding this. It has inevitable consequences. And these were her consequences. She did stab Mr. Brooks repeatedly. We've never disputed that. Not once. We've never disputed that she was the instrument of his demise. But at the same time, 
the state has never disputed in any way, shape, or form that Miss Lewis was, in fact, the victim of human trafficking. Getting in the car, um, walking into the house, as much as I wish I hadn't, being in that lifestyle, you don't, you're not always thinking, I don't know, it's, it's about survival. Yeah, it's about survival. She'd been convinced, because this is the way it works, that she could never get away from him. Because that's what he convinced her for a number of years. I, I am certain that she told he told her, I'll kill your family. I'm certain that the men who went to go carry out their sexual desires on the body of that teenager were porn addicted. And we're creating a whole generation of porn addicted boys and Mitch McConnell and Brad Little are paying for it with your money. And at the same time, without a peep from Mitch McConnell or Brad Little, they're installing gender confusion. Brad Little's funding that too. The mayor of Boise, pardon me, the governor of Boise. Mitch McConnell's funding that with your money. We had a lot of response last week um, to the to the the Hillary Clinton episode, <laughs> and I knew there was going to be a lot of response to this. This may be the most response we've ever gotten to a single episode. And I said at the time, I did not play that song, that disgusting WAP song, to to, to be purient uh, or to be uh, what to draw attention, to be shock jockish. I did it because this is what's in the ears of children. I did it because this is what Hillary Clinton and Chelsea Clinton are promoting. Do you see the pattern? They're actively promoting this. They're on the active side of evil. Mitch McConnell and the governor of Boise, Brad Little, are on the passive side of evil. They just sit there and let it happen with your money quietly funding it. Whereas the Democrats supported, and if you don't remember this, this is this unbelievably cringy moment where Hillary Clinton pretends to, to you know, pay attention to rap. I don't call it music because it's usually not. And Chelsea says it's, it's, it's fierce. It's, it's brave. It's brave that this woman uh, was involved in this utterly pornographic, utterly vile song. And just for the record, I warned people for 15 minutes that I was going to play it. I begged people to not listen to it if they didn't want to hear it because it's so utterly vile. I couldn't hold my tongue as we played it. It was so vile. But I'm really appreciative of the notes I got back. Kim writes, Dear Todd, words paint a picture. I've had to stop the podcast for you a few times recently when you got very descriptive about sexual crimes. You were talking about a sexual researcher abusing his daughter. Clinton rap discussion. We need to know, but we don't always need to know. Uh, be that close to the face of evil. Kim, I love you dearly. I love you dearly. And I was talking about Alfred Kinsey, and there is now a statue being built um, to honor him at a college in the United States. That's a man who did so-called research where he wrote to pedophiles who were raping children and encouraged them to keep raping children. And yes, I was very precise about one of those instances. And I can see your point, Kim. I understand it. I'll try to do a better job of walking the line. But because we don't battle against flesh and blood, but we battle against spirits and principalities, I think we need to understand what the spirits and principalities are doing and how utterly depraved and utterly without redemption the United States academia is, and in fact, world academia. Your kids have no business near a college that is not like Hillsdale. Not with your money. Paul, the WAP episode, I won't say I enjoyed it, but I will say I'm grateful and indebted to you for it. I would never sit and watch um, Hillary say anything, but it's good that I heard the excerpt from her new show. 
Then your extended discussion about the all the non-biblical sexuality being shoved at us caused me to contemplate so many past personal changes and personal acquaintance and events, and my understanding became greatly enhanced. Thanks so much for that episode and all your episodes, Paul from White Lake. Paul, I appreciate you, brother, and I'm in the same position. As I'm beginning to be discipled and understanding what a biblical worldview means, I've gone back, as you know, I mentioned in that episode so many times and thought about previous interactions, and in fact, have turned to apologizing to people that I've treated in ungodly ways. Brian writes, brother, I was deeply offended by you playing those vile words. I don't need the images in my head that those words conveyed. I know rap is horrible. I don't need you to remind me. I love you, but don't do that again. Your friend in Texas, Brian, brother, I love you back. And just for the record, I did warn people. And I'll say that I know rap is vile too. The example And what I was hoping to get across in that was what Chelsea Clinton thinks is a fierce woman. Those words are what Chelsea admires and thinks are fierce and beautiful. Richard, Todd, this is an important topic. The sexualization of everything is the devil's playground. Not sure which is worse, sex or greed. Don't force yourself to play anything like that. I could tell it really hurt you, your soul to play that. We can use our imagination and look it up if something uh, doesn't is worth seeing. So don't don't do that to yourself again. You know what, brother? I'm so glad that you recognize the fact that that was super hard for me to listen to. I had this. I, I ended up screaming over part of it, and it's what's in the ears of our kids. The party has got us paying for abortions with our tax money. Brad Little does that too. So does Mitchell McConnell. He allows that at a federal level. Oh, they play a game and oh, we're going to stop it. And yeah, he did the Supreme Court thing. No doubt. Mitch gets a lot of credit for that. It's a great, great election move. That's all it is to him is an election move. When our words are to be controlled by government. When we are told that our kids will get in trouble at school if they follow the word of God, we cannot be involved in that anymore. We have got to divorce ourselves utterly from their world. After all, we're to be in the world and not of it. We cannot be of their world. If you are a parent or you're a grandparent or you know people who are, I beg you, to understand this will come to your school. This will come to your businesses. The parallel society is the most important thing we could build while we are of this world. Probably in this world, not of it. Let's make the clear delineation. This is the Todd Herman Show. We so appreciate you sharing it with friends. That's the way the program grows. And as always, please go be well. Be strong, be kind, and be mindful that the devil is like a roaring lion, following us, sneaking up on us, hoping to murder and devour. Whereas the Lord Jesus is the good shepherd seeking us, and he'll never stop wanting us back in the family.